0: Oh wow, wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Welcome back to pm and the AM, a comedy podcast for listeners of all ages. The show where we take a deep dive into some of the craziest topics found on the internet. My name is Porter McNeely. I am joined alongside co-host Blake Bushman, who I have already cracked up. I am glad to see. Blake, how are you doing this week? I think you got uh, cracked up, mixed, mixed around with creeped out, because I just heard... Uh, an introduction from who i assumed to be waluigi <laughs> yeah that was good wasn't it is that what wow. you were going for no okay. i not i have no idea you know we do these you know off the top of the whatever we're going with and so that was just i was just trying to go like wow but i guess it kind of can pull off the wall no, that's that's 100% waluigi <laughs> wario i'm pretty yeah, good oh it could be either one that's yeah true. I mean, yeah, probably the same voice actor. And then, and then it continued, and I couldn't tell if my like headphones were were tripping out or if you were in fact continuing to use a voice. So I was have I was having a real hard time <laughs> deciphering what was going on there. But you know, we we made it through, and we're better for it. It was unique. I'll give. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Well, we've got an amazing show coming up today. We are going to be doing the ridiculous roundup, sharing a crazy news story. And then we're going to be getting into some listener submitted questions a little later on. But before we do that, Blake, I got a big announcement. We have, drum roll, please. New stickers are in. I'm trying to hold it up to the camera so it doesn't blur it. So we have the PM and the AM logo stickers in blue now, before we had the clear ones. Now we've got the blue ones, the exact same logo you're seeing wherever you're listening to this podcast. And we're excited. We're gonna be giving these away. So if you're interested in one, let us know. Uh, we love just you know sending these out to the fans, to the supporters. And uh, you know, maybe even if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or something like that, obviously a five star review. We'd love to send one to you, so just let us know. Yeah, yeah, this is exciting, because if you got the other ones before, you know, and you didn't love the white and the clear, I know I'm going to steal a couple, so, you know, I don't know if we have 10 or whatever. We actually only have eight, because I'm going to take two (laughs) for myself. (laughs) We have 50, so you can have two for yourself. (laughs) Hey, we have 48. (laughs) 47, I've already got one for me. Actually, we're probably in the mid-40s already, because... I have a lot of things that I put them on personally. So they're great stickers for water bottles, laptops, bumper stickers, you name it, it goes perfectly. So uh, excited for that. And then we also did want to mention, as you can see, I'm wearing my PM and the AM hoodie. I have the sand one on. We do them in light blue. We do them in dark green. We do them in a nice orchid purple, whatever color you're interested in. There's a link in our bio and we're going to be posting some stories about this, but we are going to be doing some more hoodie sales. So if you want to get the absolute dopest hoodie, and I've I've heard a lot of good feedback on the hoodies, but like a lot of the people that buy them, they love them. Yeah, I am a I'm a big hoodie guy. The fact, I mean, you watch most of our episodes even during the summer, and I have a hoodie on. This is like the first week in you know, a million years that I don't. So I love me a good hoodie, and let me tell you right now, that PM in the AM hoodie, that's a good hoodie. It oh, comes, yeah. it is, it is soft and cozy, and it, it fits well. I mean, they are. They are great. So if you want one, I'm probably going to be finding a way to get my hands on one of the uh, orchid purple. I, you know, I keep seeing them and they just look too good. They're sweet. Yeah. I got to figure out if I, if I can pull it off. So I'm going to give that a try. We'll see how it goes. And if you're interested, let us know, because uh, we'd, we'd love to have you uh, rocking the hoodies. Yeah, for sure. Shoot us a DM on Instagram or uh, just contact me or Blake and we can get you down for that. Uh, usually they're going to be you know pretty affordable. It depends on how many people order this time. So I would say anywhere from 30 to $40, 40 being really high and 30 being you know what I would probably think it's going to be right around. So yeah, definitely reach out to us for that. But Blake, I got to get into a story and this actually happened to me today. And I got to just ask you, Blake, I want you to tell me if I'm a horrible person. For doing this today, I told you earlier that I went on a nice fishing trip and uh, Mm -hmm. my wife caught, you know, a nice 18 inch trout and we decided to keep it. We're going to cook it up for dinner. It's going to be a blast. Mm -hmm. But, you know, what comes with catching the fish is cleaning the fish. And we live in a nice, you know, condo area. And so, you know, do I want to do this in my sink? No. Do I want to do this in my bathtub? No. Luckily, we have a hose hookup. So I hooked it up and, you know, put it on on the community grass. And I cleaned the fish on the community grass. But this isn't, that's not the part I want to ask about because I am confident that that does not make me a bad person. You know, you have to put all the the guts and the head or whatever you're cutting off into a nice bag. And I Mm -hmm. said, I can't put this in my garbage can that has to stay in my garage all week. And so I walked over to the park across the street that has a nice community garbage can. And I threw it away. There is that a respectable decision? How often do they empty the garbage can out? No idea, but it's it's oh, it's, it's pretty not, hot. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's not soon enough. They probably came today. That thing's going to be that thing's going to be sitting there for a week in heat and nasty. It's going to smell horrific. Now, do I blame you for not putting it in your own? No, not at all. I thought you were going to say you put it in your neighbor's. So the fact oh. that it was at least a, like a big open dumpster was some points because I thought you were gonna say I walked across my neighbor's garbage can was out and I just threw Wait, it in there. I thought about putting it in my own and then I just thought, you know, the smell of that mixing with other garbage, that's oh, gonna be terrible. So it's it's in a nice place. I think it should get some ventilation, but it's closer, you know, there's two or three other buildings between that and where we live. So I think we're gonna have a nice barrier and we're not gonna have to deal too bad too much with the the smell. It shouldn't be too bad. So Yeah, you won't. Just all the innocent <laughs> kids that are trying to enjoy their time on the park and you know the mothers who are trying to get their kids out of the house will uh be suffering that's all you know just rotten fish at first you so told me i wasn't stuff. a bad person no <laughs> i'm sorry i am saying there's a scale i wouldn't say you're a good person for that <laughs> i don't blame you for it so i don't think you're a bad person what would a good there's, person have done a good person would have incinerated it no they would have eaten the whole fish that's really what i mean if they do it in other parts of the country not probably not our country other parts of the world you know they don't like to waste things you know they use the bones as toothpicks so i think there was a, a more environmentally friendly approach to this but you know considering you don't want to eat the eyeballs which i've heard are a delicacy this was probably the most reasonable thing so on a scale of good to bad person i'd give you like a 6.5 i'm i'm happy with the 6.5 I kind of expected it to be lower. I thought you were going to side more on the side of the innocent people playing at the park. And so I'm glad you gave me that score. If you guys have a situation that you would like Blake to rate you on his scale of good to bad person, (laughs) you can always send that in. He'll be happy to do it. As you can see, he broke down that situation wonderfully and actually made me feel a little bit better about myself for doing that. I've kind of been thinking that was a bad mistake, but we live and we learn and we move on. We're going to move into the ridiculous roundup, Blake. We got another crazy story we're going to be talking about. And this one is in Mexico City. So I don't know if you saw that the Mexico City Marathon had 11,000 out of 30,000 people that ran it were disqualified for cheating. And I think these are the smartest people ever because they were claims of people using public transportation, getting in cars to cheat the marathon. This is absolutely nuts. (laughs) Like we've publicly stated how much we dislike running. And so I have to get your opinion on this. And how much I enjoy cheating. Those those are (laughs) two things that go hand in hand. Okay, I haven't read this this story before, so I'm getting this for the first time. I had no idea that the reason all these people got disqualified were because they were actively trying to shorten their run. I thought it was just, you know, like, oh, they started running too early because there was a gun misfire or whatever. I had no idea that this was because there was a dude hopping on the subway trying to get a head start. Like, what, would, what did he think was going to happen when he got to the finish line in 23 minutes in a marathon? <laughs> And he was like, okay, so you either ran a 50-second mile or... or you hopped on the 9 o'clock train. I don't think all of them did, but 11,000 people, they have, like, a little chip thing or whatever that kind of registers your track mm-hmm. while you're running. So they missed a check-in. Oh. and So, so what I you're mean... saying is what they should have done is gotten a small remote-controlled car, put the uh, tracker on that, and just had that run until, like, the last mile, and then you come around the corner steal the tracker for yourself and then you can finish and you still win you know it'd probably take you some time you'd probably have to change out the batteries once or twice but you know that's no big deal if you're uh you know that i'm saying this i don't know why anybody would go through all that effort to uh do this for a marathon (laughs) was there money on the line (laughs) Like, i don't think so i think i think the you get the t-shirt t-shirt's a big marathon Mm, prize you you know yeah that's uh not worth it do you get no. the, do you get the twenty six point two sticker? You don't if you cheated. I don't think that mm-hmm. should be allowed. Mm. it's so interesting to me because the marathon community doesn't strike me as people that are willing to take a shortcut to win. You know what I mean? Like you're already you there to just take the longest cut. Yeah. that's what. <laughs> you're just out there to run. Like, why would you cheat in a marathon? Like, why would you even try to win? I, don't, I mean, that's why I assume there had to be money on the line or, for, or some reason that would justify people cheating. Cause here's the thing. I hate to run. And you know, I, uh, I'm willing to cheat if it means I'll win. So that being said, I would never do this because the effort that I would have to go through to make something like this, to sign up for a marathon, actually show up and then cheat. You know, it's a lot easier than that. Just lying and telling everybody I ran a marathon, (laughs) like go, like if you want to go get your bib, go get your bib thing and then just go home. Nobody has any proof that you didn't run this thing. So I don't know why, uh, why people would even try that hard. Yeah, I assumed you were going to be outraged on that, and and it brought me to a question. But like if you had, you know, you were actually trying to do good in a sporting event, you wanted to win. What is a sporting event that you would cheat in? That I would cheat in? Like mm-hmm. I said, if it, if it's going to help me win, and I can do it without getting caught, uh, anything that being said what what wouldn't i get caught cheating in that's that's an important subject because there's a lot of sports you just you know you can't cheat in. there's too many cameras too much of an audience there's not enough action so if you try to pull something you're going to get caught you know the if you're trying to cheat in chess you know they'll they'll find a way they found people cheating in all sorts of weird ways in chess they'll they'll find you too if you uh try to cheat in ping pong they'll they'll find They'll find you. There's too many cameras. There's not enough going on unless you can like juice the ball up. But that would also help your opponent. So that doesn't even make sense. So you have to find something with chaos. And I can think of a few sports that have enough chaos that I think I would be able to cheat in. Uh, The first would be water polo. I think Ooh. I could, I could do. You that. could be pants and dudes out. There. Oh yeah, dude! I would uh put like I would, you know, those fake fingernails that girls get. You know, like oh. hard, like spiky ones. I would put those onto my feet. Just give me oh. uh, knife toenails, and I'd be just stabbing and slicing. Because I know, I know water polo people, people who play water polo, already don't. Cut their toenails so that they can like oh, gouge people. This is that's common. real common. That, yeah, everybody. Yeah, if you play water polo, you can back me up. This is absolutely true. So if I what? can get a leg up by putting on fake toenails, literally, yeah. Put, if I can get a toe up by and then I can actually inflict some serious damage because if they can no longer tread water, they can the, no longer play, and if so they're no longer alive. <laughs> Eventually, they will be left without a team. And also, I do feel like having the extra long toenails might act as a little bit of a flipper. So the only the only hard thing is you have to get them clear so that you have a better chance of not getting caught. Because if you show up with like bright blue painted toenails, they're going to be like, "Okay, sir, you gotta you gotta trim those things down." So if they're clear, you know, you might be able to get away with it. The other I can think of is uh, NASCAR, and that's just by going in at night and loosening all their bolts. That's awful. That is awful. Yeah, I mean, look. You're the uh, only one alive after the race. They're like, wow, surprisingly, all of our other drivers are dead, and Blake is just running the track by himself. Hey, Hey, Billy, this is a great race. Mm, Yeah, I look, I mean, and there's enough chaos in uh, NASCAR normally that maybe, (laughs) maybe, they'll just be like, oh, he was so far behind that he missed all the crashes. Oh, no. (laughs) And the guy's tires flying off, and then I just... (laughs) cool calm and collected make my laps and you know it might not be the most exhilarating but you can't lose when all the competition is in a burning car crash well you know, hear me out though NASCAR is going to be way too obvious because there's too many competitors you got to mm-hmm. go into the drag racing have you ever watched that where it's like oh, yeah. a car that's a, the width of a pencil mm-hmm. going 500 miles an hour and then the parachute just doesn't come out and when it's supposed to well no because then that would mean that they're still going fast I got to make the parachute come out early Oh, okay. That's okay, okay. That's the real secret. So I got to put an extra parachute on with a little button in my car that as soon as the race starts, you know, I press it. Their parachute goes off. They can't drive, and I'm cruising. As long as you can get away with it, I think it's fair game. I think they should make a sports league where cheating is is allowed. We've already been over the fact that they're making the, uh, the enhanced Olympics. So, <laughs> you know, if people can do a whole olympics worth of people on performance enhancing drugs we can make a whole olympics off of the most creative ways to cheat so here's what i was thinking because i recently heard this and i didn't know that this was a thing i don't really know that i want to tell you this because i would say out of all the sports that we you know play this is probably the one we do the most Mm. and i guess if you put vaseline on your driver Mm. your ball won't spin as much and so you can just nuke the thing straight yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, Vaseline. You could put chapstick on it as well. Like I said, I am, I'm well tuned into the cheating game. Uh, See, I just heard this for the first time, and yeah, I was like, "How is anybody going to be able to sell? Yeah, I haven't tried the chapstick. I am curious. I want to. The problem is, I can never hang on to a chapstick for long enough to be able to find it when I go golfing. So it doesn't really work because by the time I'm going golfing, it's like, ah, I'd have to go buy more chapstick. That I don't want to do that. So uh, you always think about it. You just never execute yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. And they really just need to make something that, they, that I can get in like the, the uh, pro shop so I can. That's a great I, idea. I can go in and be like, look, I, I just need the slice stick. They hand me. <laughs> they hand me. It's, it's just it's like a big thing of like Elmer's glue. But it's. I was and, thinking, you know, it's like you bring the blistex. Blake's over there mm. rubbing it on his lips. And then as soon as somebody else is teeing off, you just see him slapping it on the face of his clubs i could definitely that's definitely a potential blake move i'm gonna i'm gonna try it i will try it and i will let you know if it works because i got a wicked slice so if (laughs) if it can fix my swing then this stuff it shouldn't be cheating it should be allowed because it is miracle stuff if if it can fix that so i'm interested i haven't tried it yet i will try it the only problem is if you're you know golfing professionally well maybe you wouldn't get caught i mean i don't think they have somebody out there finger swabbing your driver before you hit so i can't tell if that's got a little peppermint on it did anybody check tiger woods driver back in the day well i'm sure though i'm sure somebody did so uh i don't know i'm interested all right well that was a good roundup segment let's get into some listener submitted questions right after this And we are back. We're going to be diving into some listener-submitted questions. Again, as a reminder, you can send those in to us at our Instagram, at PM and the AM Podcast. We have a link in our bio with the listener submission form. So just like these listeners sent these ones in, head over there if you've got any questions or stories or anything you want to share on the show. And yeah, you can do that. First question of the day, Blake. What's the most ridiculous thing you've done in the name of procrastination? Are you a big procrastinator? Oh, man. I'll tell you what, I got a PhD in procrastination. Well, not yet. I'm going to do it later, but I, uh, I'm a big procrastinator. I I don't love it. I shouldn't say that, but you would think I do based off of that's the only way that I can get things done. If, if it doesn't have a due date that is within the next, mm, I'll say eight hours, the odds that I do it are so small. I mean, basically zero. As of yesterday, I actually did homework that it was due. Within two days, how did it feel? That probably the, felt amazing for the first time in my entire college. <laughs> I've been going to school for a long oh my time, gosh. and this was the first time I've ever done homework not on the day that it was due. It felt weird. It felt like I shouldn't <laughs> be doing it yet. It felt like. The professor was going to come up and ask me and be like, hey, um, I change, noticed this like, was a little time? early. <laughs> yeah, like, we haven't, Where we did have, you get your answers? We haven't covered this yet. So like, <laughs> it, it freaked me out. I didn't I didn't like how it felt. I probably uh, won't be doing it again. So I love procrastinating. That being said, what's the uh, the weirdest thing I've done in the name of procrastination? I don't, I don't know, really. I think it's just anything besides that. Really what it comes down to is because I also get like, you know, really anxious if I haven't done something and it's coming up and I need to do it. I won't do it, but I'll get like super anxious about it. So I have to distract myself by doing something that is quote unquote productive. And so I'll I'll do chores. I'll do housework. I'll, I'll uh, reorganize my bedroom. I'll, you know clean the whole house pretty sweet uh oh i gotta go mow the lawn i can't do that you know i got anything that i can do that makes me feel productive without doing what i actually need to do i mean that that's my go-to usually that's great no that's that's totally true and you actually reminded me of one that was for school work you know i was a big procrastinator as well and there is one event that happens during the fall season where You know, I could come up with an excuse any week, didn't matter who was playing, but Sunday night football, I used that as a procrastination device every single week, and my grades suffered terribly because I'd wait till Sunday and be like, oh, I'll do it Sunday night. I would never do it Sunday night. I'd be watching the football game, and I would always forget to do that assignment that was due the next day. My Basically, all of my homework that almost every semester that I've had is always due on Sunday. For whatever reason, just, you know, my professors love having things due on Sunday, which is fine. You know, I got the whole weekend to work on it. The problem is I don't work on it until Sunday night. And really what my routine has become is, you know, school lines up just great with the football season, which is really unfortunate because I love me some football. And come Sunday, there is a little thing called NFL Red Zone. You know, seven hours of uninterrupted football. And I'm a big fan. I love it. You know, no commercials, straight football. And it kind of became my routine to do my homework and watch, watch red zone at the same time. The problem is uh, there was a lot more watching than uh, doing homework. So it really came down to uh, after the Sunday night football game ended, I had three assignments due that I needed to start. You know, pressure makes diamonds, baby. I was there. I got it done. I mean, I've yet to fail a class. So, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I Football starts uh, in 20 minutes at the time that we're recording this, and I will be doing nothing else besides that, and I'm excited. You're going to love the first week when you're graduated, and it's a Sunday Night Football game. I will tell you what, that is one of the best feelings I've mm-hmm. ever had in my life, knowing that I wasn't procrastinating homework, and I could sit down and watch the game without that guilty feeling, so... That's something to look forward to, some motivation for you, Blake. But I actually think the dumbest thing that I've caught myself doing while procrastinating was uh, like a couple of weeks ago. And it's only because my wife called me out. She saw that I was so it was like 11 o'clock and I was laying in bed and I was just scrolling through uh, Reddit, which is, you know, good news, social media. And for some reason, somehow I usually like would look through sports, Reddit and the teams that I follow, whatever. And for some reason, I ended up in Lowe's subreddit and I was looking at, I was reading like this super in-depth post about like Lowe's time off schedule. And so, I, I was procrastinating going to bed and I was reading on that. I was becoming an expert and my wife saw me. And she started reading it. And she's like, what the heck is wrong with you? Like, why don't you just go to bed? Like, why are you reading this? And it was the most intriguing article I've ever read in my life. Reddit is a dangerous, <laughs> dangerous place. I call it the anti-social media. If you're not familiar with it, it is, you know, think of a social media, but instead of following people, you follow topics you're interested in. And then it will suggest other topics to you. And uh, I love it. I could get rid of any social media I could never get rid of Reddit. You want a question on Google? Little pro tip here: type in any question you want. Throw Reddit on the end. If somebody has asked the same question, they have an answer. And so I too have gotten sucked down so many rabbit <laughs> holes on on Reddit of things that, like, I genuinely don't care about. You know, I, it yeah, just seems so interesting. You in don't care moment. about the lows. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> care about schedule, the. But yeah, <laughs> but it happens. And most of the time, it is because it's like, oh, I got to do this thing. Oh man, this is just so interesting. I can't leave now. I'm in the middle of reading this. I got to finish it. I got to read through all the comments because half the time, the comments are the best part. And so, you know, you're scrolling through the comments, and it's it's a great way to pass time. <laughs> I yeah, it was just funny. The next day, she was like teasing me, and she pretended that she was interested in it. And she's like, oh yeah, so tell me like what you're reading about last night. And I was like. Oh yeah, like there's three options for time off at Lowe's. Like you can have two consecutive weekdays, or once every four weekends, or and I and then she was like, "Shut up!" Like I actually don't care. And it was the most savage thing that she's ever done since we were married. That absolutely was, you know, that was a shot because I thought she was interested. Instead, mm-hmm. she was making fun of me for procrastinating, and it was a feels bad. Yeah, that, that that's rough. That's rough. <laughs> the The only thing that feels worse is actually doing what you're supposed to do. And you what is the worst part about it is that it usually takes 10 minutes. (laughs) It's usually so easy, but I'll wait until it's too late most of the time. I've paid for gym memberships after I meant to cancel because I didn't want to call and cancel. I was just like, I'll worry about it later. And it never works out well for me. I will never stop. Yeah, it's a tough thing to get over. Hopefully you can be a two days ahead of the due date guy this semester. It's going to make your life so much better. Eight happening. Alright, we will scratch that and we will move along to our next question. Uh So, this listener wants to know, what is your silliest childhood fear that you can't quite explain? Oh, you want feel- me to go first on this one? No, I have one locked in. Oh, let's go. I, I feel like a family member of mine sent this in because... Oh, really? Probably my dad. Do you have a me- weird one? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a little weird. And I don't know if you can call it a fear as much as a uh, phobia. I was terrified of used tissues when I was a kid. Oh, that is nasty. I've never been terrified oh, of man. them. But I, I, my dad would literally tease me to no end. He'd be like, oh, hey, can you hold this for me? And just toss oh. like a used tissue at me. And I think that it just like engraved a terror of these things into my mind. Like I could not get near them. If there was like a <laughs> tissue on the ground, I didn't want to be in that room. Like, it was, It was awful. That is one that I have for sure. I am pretty sure somebody from my family sent that in because there's not very many people that would be like, "Oh, you have a weird childhood uh, fear," because that's probably as weird as they get. Well, I thought it could. I thought it was going to be like a heck of a lot of weird. I feel like used tissues, like that's scary. You know, why would I want somebody scary else's? Or gross. Because well, it's I it's gross, scary. I wasn't grossed out. I was genuinely terrified. I I hated these things. I mean, yeah, I, I could tell you're passionate about it, but definitely gross. Like, if somebody's gonna throw a used tissue at you, it's like you just gotta ask, like, what are you doing? Why are you trying to get me sick? Why are you trying to get me infected? No, but, it was never about sick or infection. It was oh. just pure terror. I can't explain it. So, what if you like crinkled the tissue up in your hand? Are you still scared? Um, I, or it's gotta have I, a boogie I, in there. It was a folder. Oh. It, it seemed it seemed less used when it was folded. And I also just okay. did use use tissues if I could help it. You no, know, I'd snot rocket to avoid using tissues when I was a kid. So uh, I, yeah, I've I've gotten better as time's gone on. So I'm no longer terrified of used tissues, but you know, I still don't. I wouldn't say I'm, I enjoy them. I mean, that's interesting to say the least. <laughs> the one that I thought of off the top of my head, and I think my parents would definitely agree. Like this was, I blew this way out of proportion, and I was. Absolutely terrified of tornadoes, and the reason that's like kind of silly is because I think the state we're in has only ever had like two tornadoes all Have time. Even had two? Yeah, there was a couple like way back. Trust me, when I was a little kid, I was getting every book, reading every article on those two tornadoes, and I was absolutely terrified of I'm tornadoes. Looking it up right now, I want, a, I want, a, I want a real number here. Every time the tree branches in our backyard started swaying at all. I was convinced it was gonna be an absolute tornado right through our house, rip the roof off, and throw me straight up in the air. Has there been two? Well, so the problem is there's been like according to this website over a hundred, but they're just like oh. small ones. Like it's not like a tornado. You know. Yeah. It, it's not it, like the Midwest. It, yeah, it's like calling the hills out in Kentucky Mountains. Like they're it's a totally different ballgame when you compare that to Montana. So, yeah, we probably haven't had very many. I couldn't find a real number on how many that is. Yeah, no, not any enough to be terrified <laughs> of them, though. So the fact that you were watching The Wizard of Oz just on loop. That's you probably a where it started. <laughs> but it's funny because I just recently watched the movie Twister. Have you ever seen that movie? Uh, no, I haven't. I know what it it's is. It's basically like a love story tornado chasing movie, and... uh Yeah, I can uh, honestly say I'm still kind of scared of tornadoes. Tornadoes (laughs) are a legitimate fear, though, because, you know, if you're ever on vacation in Kansas, (laughs) uh, I'm sorry to all of our listeners in Kansas, but uh, you don't have a great state, if I'm being honest. Um, That's why vacation I was confused by. Yeah, so if you ever happen to be on vacation in Kansas or Oklahoma, then you, could be te- you can be scared of tornadoes because, you know, that's a genuine thing. You could die. I i don't know how many people they kill a year. Probably not many. I would guess less than one. But, uh, you know, if it got a hold of you, you'd be out of Kansas real quick, which that's the good news. No, yeah, true. That, that's the only one that I could think of, but it was uh, absolutely terrifying as a kid. Like I said, if, if there was like a lightning storm, if there was a breeze, I was convinced that we were going to be floating up into the sky, so definitely scared of that one i think that wraps it up for this week blake do you have anything for the listeners on the way out today no i don't please avoid all tornadoes and uh used tissues uh just for your mental health i think it would really help us out knowing you're safe and you you know you don't have to be scared so All right. Well, thanks so much for tuning in and we will catch you guys next week. Peace out. Congrats on making it all the way to the end. We hope you enjoyed the show. You are now officially part of the PM and the AM fan base, The Morning People, and we are super pumped to have you here. Now that you're a part of the crew, please share the episode with a friend and make sure to check out the rest of our shows and social media content for more hilarious brackets, crazy questions, and an overall great time. Thanks for listening. It truly means a lot to us and we'll catch you guys next week.